Hello, listeners. Welcome to FKU 50, where we are outsmarting life after 50. Today, we got a great guest, Brian Ebert. He is the owner of That's a Nice Closet. Am I correct, Brian? That is correct. Well, let's introduce Kent Garner to my right. Hello. His brother, Jeff Garner, to... Diagonally. Diagonally and in front of Kent. And we'd like to welcome both of them, my awesome cousins, related by mothers that are twins. Welcome, guests. We're going to talk about closets and um, why you should invest or divest from your wire shelving closets like I have at home. But stay tuned. It's really not that boring. It's not going to be because Brian's here. Amen. (laughs) He's had lots of coffee. We're actually in the process of remodeling a bathroom at home, and we have those awesome wire claws, you know, wire shelving, and and it is a cluster, to say the least. I Mongolian mean, cluster. Mongolian cluster. It's just, it's just unorganized, and it is just chaotic. So the fun thing is, is that we're making a large space, and we're going to call Brian, because uh, we want, or my wife wants... A nice closet. So, are you um, going to have one of those little benches, little you know, to sit on and put your shoes on and do other things on? That's a great idea. If you could make it big enough for a sex chair, <laughs> have you ever a installed one of those? Have you ever installed one of those, Brian? Uh, well, I don't know if they use it for that, but I'm sure it's been accomplished several times. So, <laughs> well, I would think that anything past fifty, you'd want to explore some new territory. So maybe. Is that why they're making master closets so big now? That is why. What were you going to say, Ken? <laughs> That's all. Master bedroom, master closet. Well, I mean, if you think about the logistics and I don't want to let... Okay. Your wife gets out of the shower. What's the first room she goes to? The closet. Boom. There you go. Makes sense. Bob. Enough said. Yeah. I know. And it's a private space. You know, yeah. you can lock it. Kids aren't around. And one question I was going to ask you about designing closets is mirror placement. So where would you want to put a mirror for dressing, you know, a full-length mirror? So Randy's looking at the ceiling. I'm not sure um, exactly what that means, but. <laughs> Who's Randy? Randy. Is he here too? Randy, Randy. Randy McGray is our awesome producer. <laughs> Listeners, you will not hear Randy today, or at least too much of him, unless he wants to say some words of wisdom. But uh, normally he keeps quiet. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about talking about closets today. FKU 50 would like to welcome Brian Ebert to the podcast. Brian is the owner of That's a Nice Closet. Brian started his closet design and installation company in 2003, and he is still going strong. Brian enjoys CrossFit, traveling with his girlfriend, and spending as much time as possible with his son and twin daughters. Welcome, Brian, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Mr. Doug and company. So Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us your story. My story. Oh my goodness. How much time do you have? We got time, brother. Um, well, what do you want to know? Just the personal or the professional? Well, talk to us about um, the professional. Talk to us about um, your beginnings, kind of how you got started and you know, to date where you're at today. Okay. Well, if we're going to talk about the company, how I got started, basically I've always been ever since college, which I left a little bit early. Yeah, I've always been involved in some type of construction. And one day I was pouring a concrete driveway. It was hot as blazes. The two guys were supposed to be there with me didn't show up. 
I'm just busting my butt. I walk into this. I finally get a break. I walk into 7-Eleven and you know Wayne Clark? I do. Yeah, I walk into 7-Eleven and Wayne Clark's there. He's like, Brian. I'm like, Wayne. He goes, do you want to sell claws? I'm like, heck yeah. So that was in May and I called him every week until November when he finally hired me. So that was back like in 2000 and I mean, 1989. No, 99, 98. I don't know, you know, back a year after my son was born. He was born in 97. So anyway, I started working with Wayne and I worked there for a while. I totally enjoyed it. Great guy. I learned a lot from him. Then one day, as you know, just as things happen, you know, you tend to grow and you move out of one facility into another. And so I started my own gig and been doing it ever since. I did take a few years off in 2010, came back in 2015 and started the company up again in 2016. So it's been now three years since I've been back, I guess. Like I said earlier, I have a closet that is a walkthrough closet that actually we're getting rid of, but we're going to get rid of all our wire shelving and all the wire, 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 wire. I guess that's simplicity and cheap, right? Wire is cheap. It's horrible. I hate it. <laughs> Every so often I get a client that goes, can you do wire? I'm like, no, I don't, but I'm not going to turn down work either. So typically, yeah, you don't want to use wire. Tell us why we would want to get rid of wire shelving and hanging versus getting the type of closets that you install? Well, first and foremost, wire just, it's, it's ugly. Sorry if you have wire in your closet. <laughs> it's not sexy. I'm really um, offended now. And, uh, but, and the other thing too, if you go with a system like what most companies do and what my company does is everything's adjustable. So let's say you come home one day and your wife's like, I hate this section here. Let's make it hanging. You can remove the stuff, and make it hanging. So it's all, as your kids grow, if you have like, you know, what we're all, our kids are older now, but you know, you can adjust things that it lasts a lot longer. It looks better, more durable, doesn't pull off the wall. You know how wire every so often you come home and it's like pulling off the wall because it's just... You put too much stuff on the shelf. You put too much stuff on the shelf, exactly, you know. So, Brian, you don't have to make Swiss cheese out of your wall every time you want to change it? No, no, not at all. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've done my share of that. Yeah, Swiss cheese on a wall is not good. No. Tends to... And Swiss cheese comes from what? Um, Screws, no anchors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say cows. But... Or Wisconsin. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like if you, the wire shelves are all supported on the wall. So, you know, where would you rather stand, on your wall or on the floor? If you stand on the floor, you're not going to go anywhere. If you stand on the wall, the wall's going to break. So, you know, unless you're this guy that wants to put the ceiling, I don't know anyway. <laughs> so, um, you know, my system, all the weight is on the floor. So you're not going to have anything pulling off a wall. And if your floor goes, then you have bigger fish to fry than the closets. So. Yeah, then you call your contractor. Yeah, exactly. So, let me ask you, Brian, is it most of the time, is it is it the female or is it, the male that wants a new closet, because I never even thought about a new closet. I thought they just came that way, and you can't fix it. And you can never change it? Oh, uh, well, I, I don't... Are, are you married? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you are? No. I mean, the... Has been? No, I've been married, but I'm not now. Okay, well, when you were married, you might have not thought about the closet, but your wife thought about it probably every other day. And so is that what drives your business more than anything? Um, well, I do. I tend to do a lot of new construction. So basically any house that's built has a budget for a closet in it. But that's kind of changed a little bit over the years. And I'm doing a lot more like people like lived in homes, like homeowners. And it's always the husband goes, uh, talk to the wife. So, you know, you know how it is. We have like this much area, you know, we have our t-shirts, underwear, blah, blah, blah. And then the woman has everything else. Yeah. It's always been that way yeah, for me. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like life in general. You know, what irritates me is that 
Terry goes in there and and just starts cleaning out my clothes. Closet looks great. It's organized. Like, honey, where are my favorite jeans? Oh, they're in the, you know, getaway yeah. pile. Like, well, did you ask me first? But so what we they, need is a space with a lock on it for our stuff. Yeah. You, you sell locks on your closets? I can. Yeah. Yeah. I can do pretty much anything you need. That's not a problem. Because I've done this for a while and I started off in sales and then the, the thing about well, I'm not, not trying to toot my own horn here, but I understand every aspect of the business from sales to installation to detail to everything. So, you know, I wear all the hats for now and then I have installers that do that for me, but I'll go and install as well too. But a lot of times you're dealing with, a, you say you call a company, blah, blah, blah. I need to speak to the, you know, a salesperson to come in and talk. Well, the salesperson, all they've ever done is sales. So they'll promise you the moon and then they'll turn in the job to production. They're like, oh my God, how are we supposed to do all this? Well, I can promise you it's actually realistic. So I can still do some extremely creative designs, but it'll make sure that number one, it works for you. It's going to look right. It's going to last. And it's going to be not just sexy, but efficient. Because you can make something as crazy as you want, but you move in there and you go, what the heck am I supposed to do with this? So you want it to be functional as well as, you know, aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. So so what's the material? You don't use ventilated shelving, wire shelving. What do you use? I mean, I use, well, most most of the stuff that we use is a material called melamine, and it's a three-quarter inch press board with a laminated finish. Mm -hmm. I know that everyone thinks of the old school stuff they used to peel, and they're like, oh, we just take particle board and put that drawer shit on the bottom of it, you know, that yeah. you used to do back in the day. Yeah. Well, this is a very detailed process in the way it works. And it, it's done with heat and glue and you name it, but it lasts forever. And it also comes, like everyone thinks just white. It comes in all various assortments of wood grain colors. And now that things are moving much more contemporary, there's a lot of like very abstract colors with texture. And that's what I would prefer to use the most. It's a little more money, but it looks better. It lasts longer. Um, not the other stuff doesn't last longer too, but it's just, and, and when you're cutting it in the shop, Oh, so much better to work with. So it's going to give you a really good quality product. And then we also do like full-blown wood systems that get, well, either painted or stained. But that's typically not what everyone does because it's usually a lot more higher end. Mm -hmm. But we can do that as well. I, when, you, when you say higher end, what's your average, um, what, what do you call it, price for a closet? Really don't particularly have like an average because, you know, every house is different. Some people want just hanging. Some people want a lot of drawers, hampers, things like that. Typically, if you have an average house of, let's say, 2,200 square feet, and if you want to do the master, you're probably going to spend about, um, I hate giving prices, uh, 25 to 3,000, 2,500 to 3,000 for a really nice system. And that's a closet about? Let's say it's going to be like eight, you know, 10 feet wide, six feet Six feet deep, so you can have hanging on either side. Mm -hmm. So yeah, good size. That, that'd be a big. That'd probably be more than twenty two hundred square feet. But yeah, I sell closets anywhere from two hundred bucks to hundred thousand. So you can. I, I want to hear about the hundred thousand dollar closet. <laughs> well, what, I, I want to backtrack a little bit because you, you said something. As a wine cellar, it's stuck in my head about full blown wood. Just... <laughs> Doug, where does your mind go? I'm sorry. Now? I just. Uh... I like that. I couldn't. I missed that. But go ahead, Brian. I'm I must sorry. Be over fifty. You must. You know, you're good. So go ahead and uh, talk about expense. Tell us some stories of uh, just some outrageous closets that you. I did a closet for this one cardiologist in town, and um, that was back during the recession. So even though the closet sold for a ton of money, they just beat the crap out of me on price. So it was like ninety-eight thousand for the whole closet, 
it was the whole house and it was a huge freaking house down in Windermere area. But the two masters were all like a solid maple wood, but she had a ton of like uh, cultural type jewelry. So we made an area for all that. She had like 200 shoes. So we put that in a little alcove in the back with all glass doors in front of it with mirrors so she could see. We had lights everywhere, big, huge center islands. We talked about sex in a closet. This closet was huge. You could have parties in there if you wanted. <laughs> but, um, I got to stay professional. I'm talking about my company for heaven's sakes. Um, <laughs> disregard prior. <laughs> but, Brian, uh, but so, sex sells. Don't ever forget that. Sex does sell. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your closet's not just for clothes anymore. Yeah, that's a really good catch line. <laughs> you, you can use it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you, you you walk out of the shower, you go straight to your closet. Maybe you want to just chill in there. Maybe, I mean, I've done closets, you know, I haven't, but you see these closets like on social media and stuff and they'll have like a big TV in the closet. That's freaking perfect. You know, you come in there, you have a big chair, you just sit. Maybe you want to even have, I've, I've done a few humidors in closets. Honey, oh, where are you? Cool. But I don't think you want to smoke in the closet though, because then your wife's going to complain about no, it. No, but that's where you could keep your, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff. And in I've, I've done weapons in closets. like How about area. safes? I've done, yeah, safes. There's many different ways to do safes. It depends on. Um, How do you hide them in a closet? You can put doors in front of it. You can make it look like a hamper that's actually a safe in there. You can completely hide it like on the floor. If your closet's on the first floor and you, you can dig a hole in the concrete, put it in there, and then we put a toe kick above it so you can't even tell. Raise up the toe kick, get yourself out of the closet. That's cl cool. Uh, you know. Isn't that the first place a crook's going to look? No. No, because they don't, they don't know what toe no, kick is. No, they want to get in. They want to yeah. get out. And, and if it's a safe that's in concrete, meh. It's not Like happening. if you just have a regular safe on the shelf, anytime, well, any safe, no matter what, you can secure it to the shelf. But all you got to do is rip the shelf out. So We found safes in the middle of the road just dropped off the back of a truck when they're done with it. Really? Yeah, many times. We, we are... Just pull it right uh, out of the wall. Who's we? Jeff's also a police officer. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. But, um, was it... What, what was the question? I don't know. I was on a th train of thought, then I lost it. It'll come second. back. It'll come well, back. Well, it was in the ground, and the, and the burglars aren't going to have time to oh, take it out. So yeah. it's secure, whatever you well, got in there. exact. Because, you know, the, most robberies are opportunistic. You know, oh, yeah. get in, get out. That's why you get a dog. Forget about it. Anyway, and then, like, you can also, I've done place for people to hide their weapons where you had, like, the drawer stack. And on either side, you had these really beautiful columns, but the columns actually can pull out. And one had, like, his rifles, and the other one had his handguns above it. And on the other side was his wife's pullout, and that was all full of her jewelry and, and a mirror now on that, the other side. That's the kind of closet I'd be interested in. Yeah. Now no, I yeah, Exactly, yeah. Now you, I you can make it custom to whatever you want. If you want to make it your own little habitatory and then you know just get in there and make it i'd like to have a back door that you really don't know it's there <laughs> and then you just pop into this area because whoever goes into the closet you look in there when you're buying a house yeah that's big enough but you go in and you just can disappear into another area of the house and no one knows where you are what are you smoking this morning nothing but I, i've done i've done idea. that before like yeah. i had a client that they had a, a safe room and the entrance to the safe room was through the back of one of their hanging sections. So we had a, a false door put on there that, you you know, you couldn't tell awesome if you idea. really took a good look at it. But then it would just swing. Let's see. They swing in because it's a safe room. It swung in and then he had all his, you know, I don't know what he had in the safe room, but it was a big safe room. It was pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Grain. Water, <laughs> provisions, fuel. No, here's what you do. You go into the bathroom and you access the closet and... The kids say, Mommy, where's dad? He's in the bathroom. They're not going to go in there. 
And he's in the back. He's got his big screen, and he's doing whatever he likes to do. Is that in the safe room? Yeah, whatever. So it's the getaway room. It's a great idea. You could have like a safe room slash man cave. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you have a man cave, the kids are going to keep coming in. And if it's in the closet, you know, they don't know. He's in a hidden, hidden door. Yeah. But then one day, let's say there's a tornado and you're like, you're torn. Do I save my kids or tell them about the safe room? Oh, my God. You know, it's like, well, damn it. And then you got to build a new closet. You know? I guess you, you got to save the kids. So you got to have yeah. two safe rooms. You got to have two safe rooms. Yeah. Well, you have. No, you have a safe room within the safe room. So you have a little one for the kids. Stay here. Be safe. And then I'm going to go get, I'm gonna go seek help. And then you slip into the other one and let the kids will be fine. You know? That's right. If we're not back in three days, kids, call nine. Kill the dog. <laughs> Eat that thing. <laughs> oh, speaking uh, of killing dogs, what's with that? Oh, I don't want to go on that tangent. That's a different thing. Sorry. So, Brian, back to somewhat reality. Um, <laughs> I'm in the real estate business, and obviously closet storage space is a premium. Absolutely. And it's obviously designed in more modern-day, you know, new constructions, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of mid-century older homes Correct. out there where closets were the size of a cloak closet, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Speak to us a little bit on what do you do if you own a, a house that has very little closet space? I mean, do you have designs that can maximize Absolutely. that space? Or do you do you have to build on into your room or, or well, is there Well, there's, there's two ways you can do that. The beauty about mid-century houses and older, those ones do get a little bit tough because they do have those tiny little closets. But I've done a lot of closets that are just really small walk-ins. And the people are like, well, what can you do? We have all the space. And when I'm done, they're literally just blown away because... If you take the space and you organize it correctly, it makes a tremendous difference in the house. Because normally you have like just a single rod, so you hang your stuff on that. Let's say it's six feet of closet, so you have 72 inches of hanging. Mm -hmm. But there's no place for shelving, no drawers, anything like that. So you make one of those sections a double hang, you put a few drawers and maybe a long hang section. You have the same amount of hanging, but you've added drawers, you've added shelves. So you can fold your t-shirts, put away your underwear, your socks, all. so you have infinitely more room in the closet with the same amount of space. Right. So that makes a big difference. And the other thing we can do too, that's not so big here in central Florida, but if you go like places like South Florida where, you know, much more contemporary designs, you build like actually like an armoire. Yeah. But instead of having like just a specific closet, you take one wall and you make that your closet and then you put like sliding. And when I say sliding doors, I don't mean like the ones that you see in a typical closet. Like these are very well-made, very efficient. So the whole wall then in essence becomes a closet and then you have the sliding doors in front of it or you can have doors that swing, you know, swing out. Right. And it gives you a very contemporary, very chic look, but it also is an incredibly efficient way to to make a closet without taking up a lot of room. Because all, all, all you need is 24 inches. That's how deep it is? Yeah. So yeah. it com comes out 24? Yeah. It's almost and if you, have, if, you, if you do have like a room where you you don't have a closet but you need more space, we can do something like that as well. And That's it goes, awesome. you can put it floor to ceiling so it looks like actually part of the wall instead of, you can integrate it to be part of the room instead of looking like an afterthought. Hey, Brian, I got a question for you. Yeah. Why is it that wire became so prevalent in Florida? If you go up north, the only place you would ever find a wire shelf, I mean, you can't hardly find it in, in Home Depot and Lowe's. You go up to Wisconsin, Midwest. It's in garages. Yeah. It's the only place you find it. You go in a house, there's absolutely no wire. How did it get so prevalent in Florida where it's like every house you go into, my wife is an interior designer, used to do million dollar homes and there's like wire closets in the laundry room. And I'm like, what? How did this happen? Budget, budget, budget. Um, you know, builders, when they build a house, they'll want to make, spend the least amount of money possible. 
Not all builders, of course, but then you have companies like these big mirror and glass companies. Well, they will oftentimes, I don't like this, but they do. They'll say, listen, we'll give you all your mirror and glass and we'll throw the clauses in for free. Hmm. So then the builder's like, heck yeah, sign me up. And then so that it's put in a single wire rack all the way around. Wire became really, really prevalent kind of uh, probably about six years before I got involved in the business. <laughs> so typically that's why I don't want to say it's a cheap product, but it's a more economical product. Cheap, more economical product, <laughs> you know, to be realistic. So what about the ventilated wire shelving? And well, that's, that, that's they, all the same stuff. They would yeah. kind of spin it to like, oh, you need that ventilation. maybe. Well, not. back in the day, yeah. Like when I talked to people who have been doing this for a long time, when, when ventilated wire came out, it was like, it was the shit. They're like, oh my God, we got ventilated wire in our closet. Because before that, they would have like a particle board. Mm-hmm. painted with just a single rod and then, you know, to rip it out was just a complete mess because it tears up the wall. And then so ventilated wire became like really chic. Then other products came along and all of a sudden people realized how ventilated wires, it's okay, but there's a much better system out there if you want to, you know, mm-hmm. so you, improve. So you go in there and get rid of chic ventilated wire. Well, not always, but often, yeah, I, it, part of my thing is people say, well, what can you do with the wire? Well, whenever I do a bid, if there's wire, I always just rip it out patch the wall. If they have the paint, I'll paint it. And I'll, that's all included in the price just to, you know, help them out and get the so, job. So in my house, I have, you know, built in 1969, mm-hmm. ranch style. The closets are how deep? Two feet deep? Typically, yeah. And it's, I think it's probably six to seven feet wide. Mm-hmm. So if I want to go in there and I want to put a new, you know, new closet like you would do, of course, price is always, you want to know, right? When you buy a car, I don't care. Yeah, how, yeah. I don't care how much the car costs. How much is it going to cost me per month? And can I afford this? Oh, per that's month? such a horrible way to think per month. My, my girlfriend gave <laughs> so much crap about that. Anyway, going on. Sorry. But I mean, come on, everybody does it. No, I mean, we all do it. Yeah. Know, but so what am I looking at kind of from, I want a new closet. What is it? If you're on, on kind of a low end, you know, okay. all the way up to on that size of closet. On, on is, that size of closet, like let's say six to seven feet wide by twenty four, just a basic reach in closet, you're looking at anywhere from seven hundred dollars to fifteen hundred. It's not that much okay. when you think about it. You know, depending on what you want to put in there. If you want to just put some basic hanging and shelves and white, which I would recommend because if you go wood grain in a small little closet like that, it's gonna look dark. Actually, we have this new color now. It's like a really light gray, and it's really, really, it's much nicer to work with than white. It looks really good, and gray's kind of chic right now, you know? White's timeless, but we're 50. We don't have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get gray. Heck no, man. No, wait. I'm going to live to be 100, dude. That's straight up. And then I'm just going to walk in front of a bus. <laughs> I've already told my kids. I don't want them to have expenses. You and Jeff need to talk because that's Jeff's kind of his uh, thought process, too. No, man. It's just quick and easy. I don't do the bus deal. You're doing the uh, Montana wilderness in the yeah, cabin. No, deal. no, dude. I had the a dream. The Grizzlies I had... will eat me when I get dementia. No, get to maybe. Lock the door. I had a dream one time where I became Tarzan of the Wolves because the wolves were supposed to eat me. But prior to that, some Norse god imparted me with the spirit of the wolf. So when that wolf bit me, he like immediately stopped when he takes my blood and I became Tarzan of the Wolves. I dreamt that. I want to make a, a freaking movie to put like in Sundance or Canes. It's going to be maybe 15 minutes long and kind of like that Japanese animation with some super hardcore, just like rip your heart out Latin music in the background. What anyway, do you, that's, what's in your coffee? <laughs> I want some. <laughs> no, I dreamt this and, people, and you know, everyone thinks I'm crazy. So but. you're going with it then, right? Well, as far as possible. Yeah. I mean, the dream was epic, but anyway, closets. Um, yeah. Anywhere from <laughs> six, 750 to 1200 and, you know, $38. <laughs> 
and 50 cents. 59. <laughs> I always round up. So, you know, I round up or round down depending on which number is even because then it's easier to figure out the deposit. <laughs> so I got a question. Since you're a, a closet professional, where did the old saying coming out of the closet originate from? Um, really? Well, as legend, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. You're really going to go. But I hear, I hear that a lot. Oh, are you well, coming out of the closet? I'm like, you're the first <laughs> in my head, mother <laughs> to say that. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, it just breaks the ice. Yeah, no, I'm still in. It's a good place. It pays my bills. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that happened to me the other day. So most of us know that I, I hang wallpaper. I've been doing that for 30 years. Yeah. And of course, the, you know, the running joke is after you do the job, they want to come and go, oh, you hung my wallpaper upside down. You know, have you seen it? So <laughs> just a few days ago, I hung wallpaper in an architect's home and I uh, had a little wall in the laundry room and I broke the wallpaper out. And sometimes, a, you know, a abstract pattern, you really can't tell an up or down. And so, so I hang this wall and I'm done. I, and he calls me, he goes, Doug. You hung the wallpaper upside down. <laughs> I oh, go, no. you're full of crap. I said, you're just pulling my leg. He goes, no, really? Really? You hung it upside down. And he said, it's waves. You you know, there's a peak and then there's a the peak of the wave. And then below there's a, <laughs> I literally hung it upside down. And it was, I didn't know it. When somebody tells you, hey, you got a scratch, you know, there's yeah. a scratch on your yeah. car. You start, you see the scratch every day. Whereas before, maybe you never saw it. Yeah. But then uh, after he told me, sure enough, I hung it upside down. But I had no way, he didn't tell me, hey, you're, these are waves, you know, before I did it. Anyway, so. Did you tell him it'd be right side up if he was in the Southern Hemisphere? You know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, I was thinking, why don't you just, oh, this is a South American wallpaper, so if you're. So it's how the waves crash in yeah, South exactly. Southern Hemisphere. So it could be a utility room that you would stand but, on your but, head. But if you said the waves were upside down, then that would debunk the flat earth theory. Okay. <laughs> just saying. So, you know, something to think about. Wow. So, because of my integrity and the workman, craftsman I am. There you go. I removed it. Attaboy. They oh, and, it. and Doug, by the way, when I first met him, he would call me up sometimes. Hey, Brian, I got to hang this wall. You want to help me out? The guy does phenomenal work. Thank you, phenomenal. Brian. Thank you, Brian. What was that? Was that your phone, Kent? No. One mine. <laughs> <clears throat> Seems yeah. like when we start, we'd want to put it on to vibrate, right? So. Or silent. So, Brian, um, yes. what would you say to the guy? Uh, he thinks he's he's thrifty and he thinks he's a, a jack of all trades and like, I don't need to hire anyone. I can put in my own shelving. And what would you say to that guy if he thinks he's going to save some money and put in a good system? And I would ask him, first of all, are you married? And then second of all, do you want to sleep with your wife in the next three months while you're doing this? <laughs> you know? Because she's going to be pissed. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? Always, always. Everything. Yeah. You know, there's some guys out there that are just definite craftsmen. Of course, you know, go for it. But if you're like the average guy, not, I hate to use the word average, but if you're like a guy who works hard, average. No, I hate the word average. So let me go don't, back. Don't use if that. You, you're a hardworking guy. You know, you want to provide for your family. You really want to take the time away from your work, away from your wife, away from your kids, away from your friends to uh, take longer than what's going to take. Because you know how it is. You, you work on a project. You're going to Home Depot five times a day. Mm -hmm. You know, so just hire the professional. I get a lot of people that and I never want to discredit any clients ideas and stuff, but I always carry a chalk thing with me because they go, can we do this, 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 and this? The other company said we could do that. I'm like, you can. However, you'll curse my name in about a month. 
And then I draw everything out and I say, walk around this, walk around that, see what it is. And like, oh, snap. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. So you want to hire a professional because number one, they can make the best use of the space. And number two, they get in, they get out, you're done. Wife's happy. Wife's happy. Life's happy. You know? Well said. All right. Without further ado, we'd like to thank our sponsor, V6 Fit Training Studio in Apopka, Florida. Without their generous support, this podcast would not be happening. Perform, repeat, exceed, and achieve the greatest level of fitness in the least amount of time. You can do it alone, but it's a lot more fun with friends. When it comes to meeting our personal health goals, most of us need a little company and a little accountability. Visit B6Fit.com to find out more. That's B, as in boy, 6Fit.com. Brian, tell us more. Tell us more about closets. <laughs> what do you, well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay. We're, we're talking to the over 50 crowd. I'm sure if you're younger than 50, still call me. I'll do your closet. But, you know, by then, let's say you're 50, the kids are out of the house, all the clutter's gone. You have a room that, you know, just sitting there with a closet in it with a single wire rack and you don't need it for clothing. But let's say you want to make a little home office or your wife wants a place to do her crafts, things like that. There's a ton of things you can do with that space. Can you do a pottery wheel? A pottery wheel. I haven't, but you know what? I'll, for you, I'll make that happen. Well, my girlfriend, Christine, she is an artist. And Does she do pottery? Her thing. Okay. And do you so guys ever do the, wheel, you, get, I... you ever like reenact the, the scene from Ghosts? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Nice. <laughs> it's a great idea, but not yet. I'm lost. <laughs> Come on. You know, when Patrick Swayze, she was, she was like forming the yeah, oh, he's wheel. Yeah, he's a spirit. And, 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 and he comes. No, I, I think in that scene, he was actually before he got whacked. And he comes behind her and he like puts his hands on the wet clay and they're forming and molding the clay together. Isn't that what they were doing? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. But it may be too messy for something like that anyway, though. You put sure. a visqueen over the walls. Boom. <laughs> this guy knows how to party. No, that wasn't. Uh... <laughs> you watch too much Dexter. <laughs> put, first thing he said, put visqueen on the wall. <laughs> Hide the evidence. Now, the, um, in the movie Ghost, that was, uh, what was that? Bambi? Was that her name? Bambi. No, um, Dirty Dancing. What was her name? Oh, Baby. Baby. That's, uh, Nobody think... puts Baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Go stand in the corner, Baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I had a girlfriend back in the day who broke up with me because she wanted a boyfriend who would sing. <laughs> what was that She's like the wind in my eyes. And she goes, I want to date a guy that's going to sing me that song. And I'm like, sorry, baby, that's not me. Of course, back at the top, I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do anything. We got back together after that. And this all started with a pottery wheel? Are you still with her? Thankfully, no. So what you're saying is... She's one of the... Okay, there's been... That was a red flag. She got really big. So what you're saying is, so, so what you're saying is, nobody puts baby in a closet. Nobody puts baby in the closet. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Speaking of baby, for those of you who have babies and you want to do a closet, you think, wow, I got this kid. You know, I've done a lot of closets, like as for they have a newborn, so we make it specifically for that newborn. Well, not for the newborn, for the mother of the newborn to make everything adjustable. And then as the child grows, Brian, we need this and this and this, so we adjust it, adjust it, adjust it, so it's like a closet for life wow. kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that could work for grandkids, too. I mean, if you got grandkids coming over, where do you put their stuff? Sometimes you want it. Listen, I'm going to have grandkids one day down the road, I'm sure. I want to have fun with those little jokers. I don't want them to stay in my house a long time. So don't make the closets real good, then. No, still make them good. I can help you out with that. <laughs> you got to have some but, diapers. 
Yeah. No, you got to have diapers. A couple things. Well, I guess there's, you, there's the proverbial diaper bag, but. but I never use I never used diaper genies when I had my kids. And I had three all in diapers at one time. I freaking hog through some public. Yeah, that's because I want that shit out of my house. Diaper genies are nasty. Yeah, leave that in my house. <laughs> Such shit sausage. You know what I mean? It's like unbelievable. And it stinks. And it doesn't just stink like uh, like crap. It gets that like it's girls be- dorm in August smell. You know what I mean? It just doesn't go away. That's before air conditioning. We're over 50. We know what we're talking about. Anyway. Before air conditioning and wire shelving, right? There you go. Ventilated. Ventilated. Yeah. All right, fellas. Is there anything we haven't talked about yet that we would... That we would like to ask Brian. How do we land this ship, right? How do we land it? How do we land it? A story. How about a story? Want the worst story? The best story ever about wire shelving? Yeah, you got it, Randy? I got it. Randy's got a story. All right. It is 2001, July. I'm living in Wisconsin, and my aunt and uncle are living here in Florida, and they're like, hey, you want to come down and house sit for us? We're going to Europe. Need someone to watch the cats. It's going to cost us X number of dollars to board the cats. So we'll give you the cash instead. If you guys want to come hang out, sit by the pool, do whatever. You can stay in our guest room. No problem. So there's this little wing of the house and it's kind of, we got our own bathroom. We got the guest room. And we come back from the beach one day and super sunburned because no one mentioned how hot the sun is in Florida compared to Wisconsin. So, of course, we're really, really burnt. Take a shower get into bed, can't put clothes on because I'm burnt and I don't, I feel like not so good. Immediately fall asleep. About two o'clock in the morning, my wife pushes me and she goes, something in the closet. I'm like, what? She's like, there's something in the closet. Go look. I'm like, I'm clothes on. I'm not getting up and going in there. What if it's a burglar? She's like, well, they have an alarm system. There can't be anybody in the house. And I'm like, I'm not getting out of the bed. And all of a sudden I can hear this rustling noise. And I'm like, maybe it's one of the cats. She's like, no, 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 no. I made sure the cats were outside the room because she's allergic. So it's not cats. So we're literally laying in bed naked under the covers. And all of a sudden, the loudest crash and smash in the world falls in the closet at the end of the bed. Doors closed. And then it, it keeps moving. Like nothing is stopping. And I'm like, what is this noise? And I'm like, dang it. There's a burglar in there. So I don't have, I don't have a weapon. I don't have anything. So I'm like, all right, I'm getting up, going in. And she's sitting there, look back, and she's sitting there underneath the covers like this, like like peeking past. And I whip open the door and turn the light on, and all the shelving was on the ground. And there was like maybe 50 to 75 rolls of Christmas wrapping paper, which had everything sitting on top. And things were slowly sliding and crinkling the paper in front of it, making you think there was something in there. I think I'm not going to live to 100, like you said. I don't think I can get any farther past than maybe 92, maybe 93, good. because I think that took like an actual seven years off my life <laughs> as I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab the door. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get this guy butt naked. I'm wrestling a burglar <laughs> who's possibly armed in the closet in a house I don't know anything about. I've been here for literally two days and just get rid of your wire shelving, dude, because you're right. <laughs> See, it rips if, off the wall. If they had called me prior and I would have given them a nice... That's a nice closet system. You would have had sound sleep through the night. But it's interesting. When you were telling your story and you said, I heard crash, bang. The first thing I thought of is he opened the door and there's an old school Batman. (laughs) 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 Just (laughs) shit up. (laughs) Are we allowed to 
I, I use the F. You can't swear on this one, brother. Okay, sorry. There's we, pro- the, we, we probably won't be able to use this podcast at all. <laughs> oh, We're gonna start over. <laughs> the, the, there is blank Batman. <laughs> Adam West was that his Beep. name? That was him. Because it was yeah. like they used uh, the, the what do they call those? Automatopia. I thought he was gonna say it was like a rodent that got in through the top and then caved him in. That'd be more normal in Speaking Florida. Speaking of rodents, is that true what they do? Like when you watch like a drug lord movie and they want to get information from someone, they put a rodent in a like a a pan and then they put the pan on your stomach and they heat the pan up and the rodent will chew through your stomach. <laughs> to, you mean you mean to get away from the heat? Yeah. Last yeah. time I was interrogated, that happened to me. So Man, yes, if, if, I'm, if I have some information and so I even see a room, like, dude, dude, let's talk. What do you need to know? Yeah, Doug has a podcast. He uh, works out of this situation here. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, Doug. Although, uh, <laughs> all, rat the, him out. all the whole rat thing, that could be a great weight loss program. That's why they call it rat it out. That's where that, no, that comes that from. Make, that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They would, the hot pan you, and you, the rat. Right how do you stomach. not give information? What you just like die like a martyr for what cause? Well, it depends on what you're concealing. Man, I don't want to have that many secrets. <laughs> I'm a freaking open book, dude. <laughs> you know, get off social media. Actually, no. Yeah, anyway, sorry. So no rats in the frying pan. If you go to Alberta though, in Canada, I, I grew up in Canada, and Alberta allegedly has no rats. So there you go. They they don't have many drug lords up there. <laughs> Of course, they could put a weasel in it. That's a tourism. That's what you need. You need to carry a weasel in your pocket because the weasel can tear a rat That's a, a rat tourism up. lie because nobody wants to go to Alberta for anything. I don't you know. You already live there. Oh, speaking of rats and weasels, you know how they have those rat terriers that go after? Go mm-hmm. on YouTube sometime and Google, not Google, YouTube weasels killing rats. These guys will get these weasels and they'll just tear the crap out of these rats. Hmm. Freaking weasel. Nice. Anyway, I don't want to go to touch it. So. Brian. Yes. In one sentence. What is the last thing you want to tell our listening audience? In one sentence, live every day like you really, really want to live it and just kick ass on everything that you do. And if you need a closet, get in touch with me. How do we get in touch with you, Brian? Email. You can email me at brian, B-R-I-A-N, dot nice closet, singular, at gmail.com. Brian dot nice closet at gmail.com. Yeah, sure. 407-267-0627. All right, listeners, we'd like to thank Brian Ebert for being with us today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Send us your story and we will read it or play it on our next podcast. You can leave a voicemail or send a text to 407-399-8324 or email podcast at fku50.com. Remember, listeners, FKU50 believes that there are two sides to life after 50. The age number outsmarting you, or you are outsmarting your age number. Which side do you choose to be on? See you next time around. Bam. That's a wrap. Yeah, way to go. That's it? That was fun. That's called drill talk right there, brother. That was fun, man. I could do that every day. I start a podcast. You can only get paid for it, You can it, make right? money doing this? Evidently, you Dude, can. This is, we don't well, know. How, this is fun as heck. Yeah, have me on the show anytime you want. I've got a ton of stories. <laughs> we're bringing Brian back because he's funny as shit. Yeah, we're, done, we're done with classes, but we can find something else to do. Yeah. Oh, man. That was good.